Hi everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chubin and if the acoustics sound a little different, it's because I am in a new bathroom. I am in my best friend Nomi's bathroom. Um, I moved in with her and her husband and her her their two kids for Passover. Um, this way I didn't need to worry about anything over Passover and I knew I would be fed at all hours of the day. Shout out to Nomi. She's like the best cook and baker and taught me everything I know. She's literally the best and keeps me well, well fed. Um, so while it's so nice to be spending time with her family, which is basically like my family, um, I've learned something in Corona and here's what I've learned. I've learned that I've never been happier to be a 20 something without kids during the apocalypse. Now hear me out. Would I like to have children one day? Of course. Would I like to have children, you know, whenever it's God's plan? Of course. But kids are no joke. And yes, obviously I knew this before, but now more than ever, seriously, wow. These kids are restless. These kids are off schedule. These kids just want to go outside and they're losing it. And I feel so bad for them. So like, even with me working from home the past few weeks, I'm going stir crazy. I want snacks 24 seven. I'm in desperate need of a nap at all hours of the day. So these kids literally even more so. So I'm so happy that I don't have to worry about myself and kids during Corona season, this crazy social distancing time. Like, it's not that, like, I didn't know that kids were tough, but I guess kids, when, like, they can't, you know, go out and about and they can't go their normal schedule, they're even crazier. So right now, during this corona season, I'm happily kidless and super okay with it. And again, if it was the plan that whenever corona was supposed to hit and I was going to, like, have kids, fantastic, great. But I'm really happy that, like, as I'm losing my own mind during corona, I don't have to worry about other people losing their minds like and then having to like entertain them all I have to say is that kids are no joke and moving into my friend's house I've been here since Wednesday afternoon and I'm gonna be here probably through the rest of the week um no joke really kids are no joke and it's really a time that I am very very happy that to be kidless I think we're all just going so retless going we're all getting so restless and we're all losing our minds if you haven't lost your mind now if you're saying you haven't lost your mind sweetie sorry to break it to you i think you lost your mind more than the rest of us everybody i know is restless everybody i know is going stir crazy everyone i know wants to go to a restaurant grab a drink go hang out with more than 10 people do whatever the fuck they want because they can do whatever the fuck they want and I'm restless and I'm going stir crazy. So all my friends who kid with kids or anyone who's listening with kids, super major shout out to you for dealing with yourself and your kids during Corona because I'm barely hanging on by a thread just dealing with myself. But yeah, very happily a 20 something without kids in the moment. Um, it just makes the whole situation harder and it's already hard enough. So I didn't think I'd be saying this, but really happy to be kidless right now. Sex toys, workout gear, and cooking appliances. You may think that these three things have nothing in common, but you're wrong. 
These purchases are at an all-time high right now during corona season. And honestly, I'm proud of us, America. I'm super proud of us. You know what? If a little shopping helps us feel better, why not? But with that being said, does anyone else find themselves online shopping more now that we're stuck inside? Really, I can't help myself. I find myself on Amazon 35 times a day, either ordering something new or checking on my package is coming. I'm a person who doesn't need anything else. I don't need more clothes. I don't need more anything. Well, that's not true. I do need more candles because, you know, I've been running through tens of candles like crazy. But really, now that I'm stuck inside, I'm literally shopping for things I do not need. Like tie-dye sweatshirts, 20 toothbrushes, a new eyeshadow palette. Now tell me why I'm buying new makeup when I haven't put makeup on in weeks. I'm not out of makeup. I definitely don't need more. I'm not running out because I'm not using it. So why am I like this? Why am I buying more? You know what? I'm not buying more of what I need. You guessed it. Like I just said, candles. Why I haven't bought more candles yet is super unclear to me because I'm down to my last time, my last time, my last one. And it's super sad times over here. So why I haven't bought a new candle yet? Unclear. Am I going to buy a new candle soon? Unclear. Is everything in my life right now because of Corona season? Super unclear. Yes, it is. But really like, why am I buying all these things I don't need? I don't understand. I don't know why I find myself like buying myself presents as if I need any of this because I don't, but I just can't help myself by shopping. And then it's like when every time something comes in the mail, it's like, ooh, a little present or a surprise to myself, but it's not a present and it's not a surprise because I literally know what I'm buying and it just makes no sense. There are some things that you just don't need any more of because you have enough. I have more workout clothes and workout gear more than anyone I know. I have plenty of makeup. I have plenty of toothbrushes under my sink in storage. I have plenty of makeup. I have plenty of sweatshirts. I don't need to buy more. The only thing I really need to buy more of that, yes, this is like my third or fourth week talking about it that I still haven't bought, is scented candles. But I realized why. I can't buy scented candles online. Now hear me out. I like to smell every single candle multiple times and compare it to other candles before I bring it into my house. So if it's not a scent that I know or a brand that I know that I've bought before, I can't buy that scent or that brand online because I don't know what it smells like. So I'm not going to buy a candle and then return it. So I'd rather go to a store and like smell 10 candles or try different scents before I buy one. You know, like most things I'm totally okay buying online and like getting it shipped to me and returning it and like not really giving a shit because like it doesn't matter, returns are easy, like I live near a UPS store, return it in store, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, candles are one of those things, probably the only thing that I feel like I need to buy in store. Everything else, I have no problem shopping online. Shoes, you think you need to try those on in store? No, I'll, I'll wear them online and if they don't fit, I'll return them or I'll return them in store. I don't know, candles is one of those things like I need to smell it. I need to be there. I need to like, we'll see the texture of the wax. I know I sound like such a crazy person, but it's something that I'm weird about. I want to see like what the wax looks like, how many wicks there are. 
And even though I know like online there's descriptions of what the scent is or how many wicks or what kind of wax they use and what the burn hours are, I don't know, I like to like hold and feel the candle and like smell it and like see the brand. I don't know, I'm a crazy person. So hopefully by the next time you hear me talking about my candles, it will be me telling you that I've bought a new scented candle since I'm on my last one. And when I do run out of that, it will be super sad. So hopefully the next time I'm discussing scented candles, it'll be letting you all know that I bought a new one. Pray for me. So something I felt that I need to bring up one more time because I'm still so fascinated by it is this Facebook group, Corona Crush. And I think I'm only so fascinated because since I'm still part of the group because someone added me, every time someone is not every time, but almost every time or a lot of the time people are posting about it, I keep getting notifications about it or it's popping up on my newsfeed. And if you don't remember what Corona Crush is, it's a Facebook group that was created that you either can post yourself or a friend or an acquaintance or a sibling or a cousin or anybody. And it's basically giving them like a dating profile for everyone to see. And I'm still so fascinated by it. People looking for love during the apocalypse. Like the world is coming to an end, but people are still hopeful for love. It's sweet, but also fascinating. Like, I don't know, like, I guess it's nice and sweet that like, you obviously know that social distancing and isolation and quarantining will come to an end and life will eventually go back to normal or a new normal. But I don't know, I just find it so fascinating. Like, who knows when any of these potential couples that meet via Facebook group will ever actually meet? And will any potential spark that they could maybe have if they met sooner fizzle out? Like, can you really get to know someone via texting and FaceTime only? And if it doesn't work and isn't sustainable, do we need a pen pal? Do we need more friends? Are we going to be more crushed? And I say we as like a group and a unit, even though I'm A, not in need of this Facebook group because I'm dating someone, but B, I would never put myself in this group because like I said, for myself, and I like to speak for myself, I wouldn't be comfortable with it. But like, truly I'm fascinated about this and I can't stop thinking about this. Like, it's really just a thought that I just can't stop thinking about. Like, can you get to know someone this way and can you sustain something this way? And could this actually lead to like a real connection and a real match and a, I don't know, a true happy ending? Really, I'm fascinated. But with all that being said, if you are posted in this group, posted yourself, someone else posted you, like, way to go. More power to you. Like, risk takers make the world go round. So basically, this group Corona Crush is still in my mind, and I'm still fascinated by it, hence why I'm talking about it two weeks in a row. But really, if this is something you're on, and it's, I don't know, giving you hope, or entertaining you, or making you laugh, or making you smile, then like, amazing, proud of you, like, go for it, and like, Sometimes it's the biggest risks we take in life that have the best and biggest results. So if this is something that like is a big deal for you to take that risk, to take that plunge, and to take that leap, then like more power to you. I'm just really fascinated by it. With that being said, if anyone is afraid to go onto this group, don't be because again, risk takers are what make people exciting and what makes everything great and if you're able to put yourself out there in any sense of the word then like that's that's really special and that's really great again I don't think if I was in these people's shoes I'd be able to put myself out there on this Facebook group like this 
I'm a risk taker and I'm all for going after what you want, but like in a very different way. So if anyone wants me to put them on it, I'm a Facebook group member, so I can definitely do that for you. I will, I will give you my services, but yeah, I don't know. I'm very fascinated about it. It's been on my mind. I think it keeps staying on my mind because it keeps being on my newsfeed every time I go onto Facebook or I keep getting notifications about it, which I know I can silence them, but I'm still kind of fascinated by it. So like, I don't mind notifications and I'm okay with reading people's posts and stuff. I don't know. I think it's on my mind because I keep seeing it. So maybe if like I muted the group or left the group, it wouldn't be on my mind as much. I wouldn't be as fascinated. But I don't know. Corona crush sweet it's it's hopeful it's knowing this is eventually going to end and life is going to have to go back to the way it was or close to the way it was and love is one of those things that there's never enough of it and there's always room for more so as much as you know I don't think it would be for me I think Corona Crush is really sweet and cute and a good thing out there and again I'm gonna stop talking about it now and hopefully it's the last time talking about it because I have an obsession, a problem talking about this Facebook group. But again, if you're out it, if you're on on it, I can't speak English, sorry. If you're on it, more power to you. And if you have any fun stories about it, let me know. Because like I said, I'm fascinated by it, but I hope to be less fascinated by it as time goes on because I need to get over it. But for some reason, I just can't. But hopefully this is the last time I'm talking about it. But really, Corona Crush, very fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Okay, so hear me out on the rant that's basically been going on in my head right now. It doesn't really have so much direction, but it's really been something I've been thinking about for the past week or so. So, again, just listen to the rant. Dating in heart... That wasn't English. Let me start again. Dating in general is super hard. Dating takes a lot of work. Relationships take a lot of work. Marriages take a lot of work. Friendships take a lot of work. Any relationship that you have with another human being takes a lot of fucking work. Like anyone who says that they're easy is seriously delusional and maybe we should get them some help. Because life is hard in general, you know, on your own, by yourself, but as humans, we're made to have human contact and we're made to have relationships with other people, platonic, romantic, friendships, whatever you want to call it. We're meant to have those relationships because that's how God created us. And that's why social distancing and quarantine and isolation and all this is so hard for all of us because we're meant for human interaction. But even though we're meant for all of this, it's really, really hard. And then you throw in the apocalypse into the mix and it's 10 times harder. It intensifies everything. So any friendship that you're having and maybe you're finding yourself having fights with your friends, it's because of Corona. If you're dating someone and you find yourself, you know, getting into an argument or a fight or a discussion situation or anything, it's harder and more intense because of Corona. If you started dating someone at any point within the last few months, Corona intensified your relationship. Even if you're married, Corona and the stress of it intensifies your relationship. With again, with family members, with friends, with everything, it just everything gets intensified. The whole world feels like it's coming to an end. No one is on a normal schedule, and all of your Corona crazy comes out. 
because the CC, like I've spoken about, gets everyone and it's no joke. No one is exempt or saved from the corona crazy and we're all just trying to keep it together for when this whole nightmare is over and it does come to an end, we can go back to the normal or our new normal. So if you're thinking you're the only one losing it or the only one failing at the relationships in your life, you're not. I'm here to tell you, you're not failing at anything. You're not. It's not you. It's Corona, otherwise known as Rona. If Corona had a street name, Rona would be it. You know, like the Rona. No, but that was a horrible joke. So sorry for my bad joke. But no, seriously, like as much as we all miss human interaction and connection right now, even the the little connection we're having via FaceTime, via texting, you know, if you may be seeing one friend or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your brother, or whatever it is, we all love people or most of us love people, especially, you know, extroverts like me. But relationships of any kind right now are hard. And if they usually take a lot of work, now they take even more work. So I guess in my whole rant, and I'm kind of saying this to myself as, you know, to everybody else as always, be patient with yourself. Cut yourself some slack. You know, like if you feel that you want to be on every dating app right now because you want to talk to a lot of people, some may be fuckboys, some may not, go for it, do it. If you need to FaceTime five people every night because it'll make you feel better, go for it, do it. If you want to make sure that you check in on every friend you have at least once a week, go ahead, do it because relationships are hard. Humans are hard. We're, we're difficult. But now during Corona, during what feels like the end of the world, everything is intensified. So like, you might not think that you know what you're doing, but you do. I think we all need to cut some slack for ourselves. And I know I'm ranting and I know I'm talking in circles and most of my rants usually are me talking in circles. But again, if you're still listening on the 19th episode that is today, you clearly give a shit to some level what I have to say. But I don't know. I think I just need to remind myself as everyone else that relationships, platonic or romantic, are hard and they take work and we're all kind of learning as we go. And we have to remember not to take past experiences into our new experiences. And we have to remember that every person is their own person and they're different and they're not the same as people you've known before. And it's hard to just cut yourself some slack and take every day as it comes, take every person as they come. Don't compare them to people of your past and don't compare them to the possibilities of your future. Live in the now. Live in every second of the now because now is what you're not getting back. I think it's really important to remember to be present, but be present in your own life with yourself and be present in all the relationships with all the people you interact with. So if it's important to you to stay in contact and work really hard on all the relationships that are in your life, do it. And if you feel that one day you fuck it up or you mess up, be better tomorrow, be better the next day. We're all human and we all make human mistakes and we don't say what we're always thinking because we're afraid what the other person's gonna gonna hear from us saying that. I don't know. Speak your truth. Say what's on your mind. Cut yourself some slack because we're all really just doing our fucking best. And I think that's very important to remember. It's your explaining. It's your explaining. She's gonna 
Okay, so as always, saving the best for last, share explaining. Thank you again, Morty, for my amazing, amazing song that you made. I really felt that share explaining needed it. If you don't remember what share explaining is, it is my favorite segment, so I always leave it for last. Share explaining is when I give you a modern dating term. I give you the definition that I find for it, and then I give you my definition, and if I have an example or a story or something to relate to. This week, I took it from Refinery29, and this week it is paper clipping. So according to Refinery29, paper clipping is when... Oh, yeah, sorry guys, lost my train of thought. Paper clipping is when an ex paper clips you. They pop up back in your life for no particular reason. They don't want to date or meet up. They just want to remind you that they're there for the ego boost. Really, paper clipping is annoying and super unhelpful. Paper clipping is dumb. Anybody who paper clips, I hope none of my friends do it because it's pretty awful. Paper clipping is just someone needing their ego stroked. That's it. They have no intention of getting to know you or meeting up with you or getting back together. It's usually an ex and they just want you to stroke their own ego. Tell them that you miss them and pop back up in your life. You're annoying. You're useless. You're a fuckboy. Go away. And what do we say about fuckboys? When we see a fuckboy, we run the other way. I've never paperclipped someone. I would never do that. I don't think you should ever even be in contact with your exes. That may be extreme for some people, but I don't think exes can be friends. And I definitely don't want to pop back up into my ex's life or them to pop back up into my life because there's a reason why we broke up because you suck and I hate you. Well, I don't hate anyone. I don't wish anyone any ill will, but uh, you fucking suck. So stay the fuck out of my life. And if you need your ego stroked, go to some stupid bimbo girl or boy or some stupid person who isn't sick of your shit. Um, Definitely not me and won't be me. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone paper clips. Like if you're really that desperate, just go on a dating app and have some stranger, I don't know, make you feel good about yourself and give you an ego boost. Again, I don't know anyone who's done this. I think this is really mean. But yeah, I guess that's paper clipping. It's kind of like you're so bored with yourself and your life is so dull and uneventful that you need to just fill it with fluff because you're that boring. I know that sounds harsh, but that's really what comes to mind when I hear paper clipping. I hate fuckboys. I hate anyone who has fuckboy tendencies. Be a nice person. Be respectful. Don't be mean to anyone. As always, that's a takeaway. So again, as always... Happy Passover to all those celebrating. Happy Easter to all those celebrating that. Um, As always, don't let anyone be mean to you. Eat all your vegetables and do your squats. So this is me from a new bathroom this week. Don't worry, next week I'll be back in the original bathroom. But I name is Cheryl Cheevan. This is Cher Explaining on Zero Correlation. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.